0: of the word. I want to thank you so much already. We had read in our hearings, Matthew chapter 26, Matthew chapter 26, verses six through verse 13. But for emphasis sake, I'm going to read verses 10 through 13. The Bible says, when Jesus understood, when Jesus understood it, he said unto them, why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. Somebody say good work. For ye have the poor always with you. But me ye have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body. She did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, listen to this carefully, there shall also this, that this woman hath done, be told for a memorial of her. Verse 13 again for emphasis sake. And don't miss it. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached, in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman had done, be told for a memorial of her. You may be seated in the presence of Almighty God. I want to talk to you from the subject this morning, is your memorial worth remembering? Is your memorial worth remembering? The word or the term Memorial Day is a federal holiday in the United States for remembering and honoring people who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. This day, Jarrell, is observed, normally the last Monday of May. Previously observed on May 30th from 1868 to 1971. And it is said to be, Sister Clara, the unofficial start date of summer vacations. Y'all say amen when you can. And when you go on vacation, leave the Lord's money. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Don't take the Lord's money on your vacation with you. Something bad might happen to you. Many people on this day, Pop, they visit cemeteries and memorials all over the country. This great, this day is so great, Sister Tory, that many volunteers take tedious time to place. American flags on each and every grave in national cemeteries. The history of Memorial Day in the United States is so controversial that it constitutes an area of research. At Columbus, Georgia State, there's even a center, a center and a university for Memorial Day research. The word memorial means anything meant to help people remember a person or an event. I want to bring your attention now to Luke chapter 21 and verse number four. We'll get to Matthew 26 in a moment. But I want you to see a story, a very very familiar story in Luke chapter 21 and verse number four. And while you're getting there, just remember to ask yourself the question, will your memorial be worth remembering? In Luke 21, and I'm not going to read it all, but Luke 21, beginning around verse 4, there's a story there, Brother Spence, about a widow woman. And the Bible says that she came to the treasury, and Jesus was standing by (laughs) Oh, that's a preaching point right there. Y'all gonna make me park my mule because y'all quiet on me. You need to understand and you need to notice that whenever we come to the treasury, whenever we come to offering time, you need to understand that you shouldn't be worrying about the person on the right side of you. You shouldn't be worrying about the person on the left side of you. You ought not to be worrying about whether the preacher is watching or not, because trust me, I I ain't thinking about you. But what you need to understand is that God is always watching the treasury. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The Bible said Jesus was standing by the treasury, and He was standing there for a reason. I said He was standing for a reason. Jesus was standing. Y'all, y'all, is y'all asleep this morning? I said He was standing for a reason. And the Bible says that he was standing and he was observing. Now, there's a reason why Jesus stands and observe. He's not standing and observing just to afford to have an exercise. He's standing and observance because he's standing in judgment. You missed it. All I'm trying to get you to understand, honey, you need to give serious thought. To what you put in the Lord's treasury because God himself is looking and he is observing to make judgment. She gave, the Bible said, watch this now, watch this. Now, don't you miss this application. Don't you leave here talking about, well, child, all I need, I'm just, I'm just going to give some, a few pennies. I'm going to give a few. No, don't you miss the application. The Bible says that she gave two coins. Two coins that was worth less than one penny. And she, no doubt about it, was on a fixed income. But Jesus said it was worth remembering she gave all she had. Y'all missed it. You see, God is not looking at the size of your gift. God is looking at the size of your heart. I'm going to preach it anyway. Can I push the rewind button? I said, God is not looking at the size of your gift, Mama Margaret. He's looking at the size of your heart. See, when your heart is right, your gift is right. When your heart is right, your giving is right. When your heart is right, your action is right. When your heart is right, it's pleasing to God. You don't try to please men. If somebody want to misunderstand you about being uh, uh, what we call it sadity or stuck up let it be godly jealousy let, it see, let them see an assurance because you are doing what God requires of you to do there's a story I'm reminded of in my research KP you're hunting KP you're hunting Pop Johnson was a former Hindu from India, now head of Gospel for Asia, tells a very powerful story in his book, Sister Clara, Revolution in World Mission. When he first planted churches in Asia, watch this now, a woman, Royanna, a woman in America who was on a fixed income wanted to help with church mission. And and, and the story says that she didn't have much money uh, so she decided that it was time to make some sacrifices you see she wasn't like most Americans child lord I ain't got no money I'm on a fixed income I can't do nothing she her heart was right the record says Jarrell that she disconnected her phone because her heart was right. Jalen, she not only disconnected her phone, but she disconnected her television service. And she sent the money that she saved each month to Johanna. She gave faithfully for months. Pop Johnson and she never ceased But watch this. She never decreased. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You see her gift wasn't very large. But her gift was consistent. I said her gift was not large. But it was consistent. How many of you know that I'd rather have some help that's consistent. Than one big help at one time. Get me all get me all excited. Get me all spoiled. And then you pull a rug out from under me. I'd rather have consistency than fanciness. One month, one month a note was attached to her check. It said, I don't miss my phone. The note said, I feel like preaching here. I don't miss my... Oh, I'm so happy I'm a preacher. I don't miss my TV. It gives me more time. Watch this now. She said, I'm not lying Till you. Get the book. She said, it gives me more time to pray to God. It gives them... I wish I had some help. It gives me more time to study my Bible. And it gives me more time... To visit other folk that's in need. You miss your shout. She said, I gave up my TV. I gave up my my, my my phone. And she says, now I can pray more. She said, now I can do more. But watch this now. She said, not only do I study more, but I can visit others that's in need you miss your shout she already on a fixed income already gotta give up stuff in order to send to the missionary but she's on her way to people who are in need what are you going to see folk who are in need if you can't help them y'all miss your shout she was already giving up but she's still looking for something else to do why because her heart was right that's why she's remembered. Here's where some faith, some of our faith would be tested. She said she realized all of a sudden that she didn't need hot water in order to take a bath. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't ready for this this morning. Y'all wasn't ready for this. And she, she, she turned off her gas because she realized... That she could wash her body in cold water because there was a greater need for the Lord's work. I ain't telling you to turn your water off. I'm trying to teach you a principle. I'm trying to teach you an understanding of what a good heart and a right heart would do. So she said, please accept my increase. Monthly gift. You see, like the woman in our text, this woman knew what was important but also acted on her heart's belief by making a personal sacrifice your memory ain't worth remembering if it ain't attached to some sacrifices I come to tell you that if you ain't touched nobody life if you ain't done nothing for nobody else if you haven't made any sacrifices ain't nobody gonna remember nothing about you they remember you live and they remember you died. They remember the chicken they ate and remember the flavor of the Kool-Aid, but they won't remember you after a few days because your memory ain't worth remembering. My God. Tomorrow on Memorial Day, we honor the sacrifices of brave men. And women. I got a question, CP. Why would they pay such a valuable price? Why is it? I asked my Sunday school class, did anybody have anybody who had fallen in armed forces? And Sister Royana had a great uncle who died in Korea, yes, fighting there. But the question is, Royana, why would they pay such? A valuable price. Can I give you the an answer? Because they were purchasing something greater. I said they were purchasing something greater. They were purchasing Jay something greater than life. I said they were purchasing something greater than life. I said they were purchasing Pat something greater than life. What is greater than life? Liberty is greater than life you see life can give you existence but liberty will allow you to live life can give you a house but liberty will give you the opportunity to make a home life will give you a place to lay your head but liberty will give you rest life will allow you to be hungry but liberty will feed your soul life will make necessity but liberty will satisfy your needs. They died in battle because they were buying something greater. Jesus died on the cross because he was, I wish I had some help, because he was purchasing something greater. Turn to somebody and ask them, what have you done lately for somebody else? Come on, look at the person on the other side. What have you done lately? For somebody else. Now I dare you to find somebody and tell them you look like you ain't done nothing. (laughs) Some of us ain't done a thing for nobody. That's why you won't do nothing for your own church. Your heart ain't right. But you better remember Jesus is standing up and observing. The word sacrifice. Watch this now. I'm going to make you see this thing. I want to make, yeah, I, I'm about to say I want to make Ayla see it, but Ayla, Ayla, understands some stuff some adults don't understand. I know. She said in my class, sacrifice means to give up something valuable. Watch this, but it's normally to gain something of even greater value. In baseball, how many of you love baseball? Don't nobody like no baseball around here? In baseball, Bishop Marcus Abada will sometime bunt the ball. Sometime he'll send a high fly to center field. Knowing that he's going to get out at first. But the sacrifice is he sacrificed himself yeah. by bunning so the teammate, yeah. Yeah. the teammate is either going to advance to second or third yeah. or they're going to even steal home. Yeah. But if he didn't sacrifice himself, he wouldn't have got the score. You don't miss your shout. We got to understand it ain't about us, it's about the team. The question is, what have you done for the CP team lately? What will your memorial be? Will it be worth even remembering? Preachers all over this nation stand before coffins, stand before caskets, and many times they have to struggle to find something to say because the person ain't done nothing worth remembering. Anybody can fertilize a seed any woman can lay down with a man any man can lay down with a woman anybody can buy a badge and put it on their chest and say I'm a daddy any man can smoke a cigar sit back and rejoice and relax about a birth but it takes a real man to be a father what will your memorial be? Here is the memorial. Here is what's worth remembering. In our red text, I'm almost through y'all, the woman with the alabaster box with this very expensive perfume knew that although her sacrifice was expensive, Yinelli, it did not compare she knew it did not compare to the sacrifice which was about to take place you see Jesus said that she did this thing because she was preparing my body for burial can I tell you and suggest on the way to my seat that this wasn't just anybody dying this wasn't just uh, anybody's funeral this wasn't just uh, anybody's body this wasn't just Anybody's burial, she made a sacrifice because she knew there was a greater sacrifice coming. Sacrifice is a small thing to those who love Jesus. Can't you see her friends in the crowd saying she done lost her ever-loving mind? Can't you see her friends say, even the disciples, why is this woman? putting this expensive perfume on this man who is about to be put in the grave is she lost her ever-loving mind. But she knew that sacrifice is a small thing to those who love Jesus. You miss your shout. I'm closing, y'all. But a sacrifice is a small thing to those who love Jesus. Why does Mama Margaret... Get out of her sick bed. come to a church building that's empty all because she knows that a sacrifice is a small thing to those who love the Lord. What did Brother Johnson stay here 15 long years in a barren seeming land because he knew that sacrifice was a small thing to those who love Jesus. Why have you been holding on? Because you understand that a Sacrifice uh, is a small thing uh, to those who love Jesus. Uh, I said it's a small thing. Uh, Sunday school uh, is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus. Uh, Bible class uh, is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus. Uh, Worship is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus. Uh, night class is a small thing. Uh, morning class is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus. Uh, fellowship is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus. Uh, open up your mouth uh, even when you don't sing like Luther Vandross uh, is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus. Uh, praying is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus. Uh, communion is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus Uh, the offering plate uh, is a small thing uh, when you love Jesus Uh, so today we remember these men and women Uh, we remember the woman with the two mites, uh, but we also remember the woman with the alabaster box, uh, but we also remember others uh, who gave of themselves and sacrifices uh, in ways to lavish upon us uh, the blessings of freedom. Uh, As I go to my seat, uh, I need to ask you, uh, is your memorial uh, worth remembering? Uh, I suggest to you uh, that every child of God uh, should live to be remembered. uh, important things. Did you hear what I said? What do folk remind, remember about you? Do they remember? Here come that old liar. Do they remember? Here come that old th- You better put your purse up, girl. Here come that old thief. What is it that they remember about you? Is it the last broken promise after the last broken promise? What is it that your preacher remember about you? Does he think you're a lying wonder because you keep telling them you're going going Do better, but you keep on doing the same thing. Uh, What is it that your employer remember about you that you were no good, lazy rascal? Or were you a hard? I wish I had some help. Y'all know I'm gonna preach it anyhow. Preach, Miles. I think I will. What is it that your mama remember about you? Does she remember the pain of your birth and wish she never had you because you're no good, low life scum bucket? What is it that's gonna be remembered about? You? What did the last woman remember about you? That you was a pimp player, baby layer? What is it that she going don't you get quiet on me, I'll preach in your aisle. What is it that's gonna be reminded or remembered about you? You see, giving up your right and possessions for others is a benefit and a sacrifice. What is it that's gonna be remembered about you? Live for acts of kindness. That's what every Christian ought to do or to live for acts of kindness. Lighten the load of those burdened, hurting, and heavy laden. Why, Brother Miles? Because these are things that Jesus will remember. I said, these are things that Jesus will remember when you give up your rights and possession for others when you live for acts of kindness when you lighten up the load of somebody's heavy day that's what Jesus is going to remember he ain't going to remember the type of car you drove but he's going to remember whether you gave somebody a ride he ain't going to remember how big your house is or the location of its locality but he want to know that you make it a christ-driven home he's not gonna remember how much money you had in the bank but he gonna want to know did you give me my little bit did you give me just the itchy bitchy teeny witchy the little bit i asked for he's gonna want to know what you did with what he gave you will your memorial i'm closing now will it be worth remembering Jesus is our answer. He is our example. Can I tell you some things that he left us to remember? You ought to remember because they were so divine. They're so eternal and progressive in our everyday living. He left his promises and his perfection. He left his majesty and his mercy. He left his bounty and his beauty. He left his abilities and his attributes. He left his boldness of the word and blessedness of life. He, Do you remember Jesus? He left his certainty and his compassion. He left his supremacy and his simplicity. He left his surety and his strength. He left his lowliness and his loveliness. He left his kingliness and his kindliness. Do you remember Jesus? He left his truth and he left his trust. Do you remember Jesus? Because he left his values and he left his virtue. He left his fruitfulness and his faithfulness. Do you remember Jesus? He left his glory and his generosity. He left his holiness and you some hope. He left justice and he left joy. Do you remember Jesus? He left forgiveness and he left freedom. He left power and he left protection. Do you remember Jesus? He left righteousness and redemption. He left you some salvation and some satisfaction. He left you unity and understanding. Do you remember Jesus? He left you liberty and he left you liberality. He left completeness and he left you in control. He left purity and he left proficiency. He left willingness and he left warmth. He left accomplishments and he left accuracy. He left his gallantry and he left his godliness. He left service and he left sacrifice. And all that he gave is because he wanted you to remember. He wanted you to remember my question to you today. While you sitting on your patio Reclining in your patio chair, sucking on those ribs and chewing on that watermelon. What will your memorial be while you sipping on your favorite beverage, while you enjoying the beautiful day and all of your family? While you're enjoying that day off of work. Will your memorial. When six strong men carry you to the grave. And let you down for the last time. What will your memorial be? What will your church remember about you? What will your community remember about you. What were your children remember about you? I'm going to tell you this story and I'm going to close. And I witnessed this. I witnessed this. This ain't nothing I read in research. And it's not something no preacher told me. I was at a funeral. I was pastoring a church. I was at a funeral. And I really didn't know the man. You know how sometimes you got to open up your house for people, you know, who have relatives. And Bishop, the man was stretched out there. They had him looking good. Church full of people. Wife and daughter sitting there. and Everybody was coming up doing remarks time. Talking about how wonderful this man was. And you know, Brother Johnson, you've done this many years. You keep your eye on the family. Because you're ministering to the family. So you keep your eye on the family. You watch and see they need you. If they need something, you suggest maybe they need to go out for a moment. They're becoming overbearing anything. So while I was watching the family, Adriana, I saw the daughter just unsettled. She was unsettled, and I wasn't sure first, Noah. I wasn't sure if she was just missing her dad, so I kept my eye on her. And as many people came up, the look on her face. It, it became more sure to me that it wasn't that she was overwhelmed with sorrow. I saw frustration. So the last person made their remarks. And when I got, we got ready to close and go to the next part, she said, just a minute, just a minute. She came up. She stood in front of that casket. She put her hand on this casket. She said, now, And this is exactly what she said and how she said it. She said, now, I'm about to ask the morticians to come open this casket. Because the man y'all talking about, that wasn't my daddy. She said, I don't know who y'all knew. She said, my daddy was something else. And he was not a good man. And he mistreated my mama. And they all sat there quiet. Nobody got up to challenge her. They sat there quiet. She said, so I don't know who y'all talking about. Family and friends not only will lie on you, they'll lie for you. But What I want you to understand, there's some preachers that lie for you. So-called preachers. But I want you to understand that Jesus is standing and he is observing because he is passing judgment. So yes, the scenario was about the offering. But he's not just watching your offering. See, it's greater than the offering because see, the offering only comes about By your mindset. Just like you're singing, you're praying, your work, your commitment, Jesus is looking for a mindset. She gave less than a penny, but it was her heart condition that made her righteous. So the question is, will your memorial? And I'm serious. I'm serious about tomorrow. I don't know how much rain we're going to get. You might be inside. But wherever you are, eating on those ribs and rib tips and hot links, Italian sausages, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, sweet potato pie, peach cobbler, watermelon, and your favorite beverage, I want you to think about how will I be remembered? And not only by the world, but more importantly, what will God see about you? What will he see? Stand on your feet, church. Stand on your feet. We're going home. Boy, oh, I have enjoyed myself today. The Lord has been good. God bless you. We've enjoyed, enjoyed this time together, but now it's decision time. I heard Brother Jack Evans Jr. say this, and and it has never left my spirit. He says, I preach to bring individuals to a decision. And that's what all of us should be doing as gospel.